Hi guys, welcome to Collabs. We have one and only Jama and we have Dr. Pfizer right here with us today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do, please? Uh, first of all, thank you for having me today. You're um, my name is Faiza Musa. I am a scientist, you can say. PhD, I finished my PhD um, not really recently, but back in 2017. And now I'm a senior improvement specialist and uh, I work in industry pharmaceutical company. Um, so Alhamdulillah, I've been through a lot and I studied a lot in education-wise. Uh, been, I've been uh, in education for seven years in total, maybe a bit more. Um, but after that, I decided to go in industry. Is it something that you always wanted to do? Or? Um, I had a few options. One was to become a biomedical scientist. But when I was doing my master's, I was uh, working with biomedical scientists. Yeah. So I really didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. All they were doing is just putting blood samples into machines. And the machine will tell you the numbers or the levels of whatever chemical there is in the blood. So really, it was more automated. So really didn't interest me. So after that, uh, I thought, you know, maybe do something different that is more interesting. And then I went down to do a few work experiences and started talking to people. And then I found myself that I'm in industry yeah. and I enjoy my current role. Alhamdulillah, it's, it's very, very um, good because mm. it changes from day to day. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. And it's not repetitive. That's one, one thing I really wanted to do. Is that what you didn't yeah. like about doing biomedical science? I didn't like what I, I don't want to say anything bad about people yeah, that want to do my medical science. We just had a guy on there and he was like, I love it. Yeah. Did he say that? that? Okay. But the other guy hated it though. Yeah. One of them hated it. One of them loved it. It's very automated nowadays, you know, because you've got sophisticated machines and yeah. big, you know, like uh, companies like Siemens and, and Beckman. And okay. They're all, you know, trying to compete with each other to produce the best machine with uh, less effort, like human. Yeah. Effort and so a lot of the things that you do is basically putting bloods in machine and then the machine will actually um, process it for you. Yeah. And so it's it can be very repetitive as well. So mm. really depends what you want to do and what you really enjoy. If you're okay with things like that, like doing something again and again and again, then that's okay. But for me, I really didn't want to do something that is repetitive because at the end of the day, it becomes boring for me. Yeah. You know, like I like doing yeah. something really yeah. challenging and different. A change, and, yeah, somewhere. exactly. Yeah. Which I understand, mashallah. You have a PhD. What is what's the goal from here? Where, where do you go from a PhD? So depending on the PhD, you know, there is a lot of during university. You know, yeah. you do you normally bachelor degree, and then yeah. after that, some of them do masters. Some students will choose masters combined with a PhD. Yeah. So. It, if you're doing humanities, it, it's different than doing a PhD in, in sciences. Yeah. A lot of the people that do PhDs remain in research. Yeah. Some of them will go to biomedical science, some of them will go into industry, but mainly it's research and industry. Um, and so those are the two common paths that people take um, after a PhD. But obviously it depends again what you want to do. Okay. Uh, my ultimate goal was to have a family and so research is long working hours sometimes uh -huh. you stay in the lab for until eight o'clock nine uh -huh. o'clock in the evening mm -hmm. so it re really didn't work for me so i chose something that is um fixed in hours so yeah. industry is like nine to five you go home you do nothing mm -hmm. then you leave work behind so that's what something that i wanted to do and that's the reason why i went into industry okay so you mentioned your goal was to have a family so obviously like, I know you have two kids and yeah, everything. Yeah. How was studying while having kids? Um, so, alhamdulillah, um, 
at the time when I was doing my PhD, I didn't have kids. Okay. So um, I, I had kids at the final year of my PhD, and at that time I was writing up my thesis. Yeah. So I was writing my thesis. So when I had my baby, Alhamdulillah, it worked well. Okay. Because if if I were you know to have a baby in the middle of my PhD, it could yeah. have been you know slowed yeah. me down even further, and you know. I have to go out for maternity leave and stuff yeah. so alhamdulillah it happened towards the end so i was writing up and it was it wasn't difficult i would say it was difficult but it it wasn't as difficult as uh, you know halfway through phd to, yeah. if you had kids at the point then yeah yeah you know. yeah no, so yeah. yeah it worked well at the end alhamdulillah and uh, i managed to get my thesis out the way and at that time my baby was one year old so alhamdulillah it was, it was good yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah it's a good point um so what was it that you done your degree in can you talk us through the university processes that you went through my university process so first of all um when i start when i shall i go back in college days or shall i start go, go <laughs> as far back as you want because okay what i want to know is from which point did you decide that you wanted to do whatever you wanted to do in university okay and then at one point did you think to yourself i'm just gonna do phd and yeah. go all the way okay so to be honest i wanted to do something to do with science whether mm. it was medicine whether yeah. it was biomedical science anything that is science related that yeah. i work in a hospital or mm. in a lab mm. something to do with that um from a young age yeah. obviously and then i think at the time when i was doing my a levels i enjoyed science so much that um you know i used especially the biology class yeah it was uh, my favorite class and that's um so <laughs> alhamdulillah um i used to enjoy it and i think most of the time a lot of the students enjoy the subject because of the teacher okay. you know they make it so interesting that that you actually really enjoy the class so when you go in you're looking forward i what is it going to be about today what's the topic and then um so on and so forth so i started liking science from a young age yeah yeah when i when i actually when i came to the country i was 15 years of age mm. uh, we came here as a refugees okay. as a family all of us together mm. and i started college obviously i didn't speak english yeah, uh, when yeah. i came to the country yeah. so that was a challenge for me and i know a lot of somalis probably gone through this because they come from different countries yeah. when they arrive here especially in birmingham man. yeah <laughs> so yeah when i came to a country i didn't speak any english so i didn't understand what people were saying to okay. me even yeah. on the streets when i go to shops or ah. going on the bus or anything <coughs> didn't understand anything at all mm -hmm. so i started doing esol at the time you started from esol i started from esol i was yeah. doing english wow that's how accomplishment yeah. that is yeah well, phd yeah. esol you yeah. might as well call this episode from esol to phd <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when i went to um when i when i came here i started from esol so i was doing entry three esol and mom's this is yeah this yeah <laughs> All the Hoyos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it, was, huh? it was a small community, though. The college that I've been to, it was a small community. We all knew each other, and it, was, it wasn't too crowded or anything. So, alhamdulillah, it was a good experience to have. And obviously, seeing people like you, you know, that are struggling to speak the yeah. language, and you can still communicate with them using your home language, you know, that, that helped. And they can, you yeah. know, the people that were there before, they can tell you where to go and what to do and exactly. who to speak to exactly. and stuff so from there on obviously i wasn't doing science and i think i was one of the uh, reps for the class so entry three 
Isso. Yeah, we they usually nominate two people to represent of the class. Of course, all the moms must have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you, I'll give you a camera, I'll give you that. You're like, yeah, yeah. So, alhamdulillah, I was me and another girl. So, we used to sit down with the head of uh, the college. I can't mm. remember his name now, it was a long time ago. And then we used to get, give a lot of feedback about what students think about the, the experience in the college mm. and what to mm. improve on and stuff. Mm. So, one of the things I thought about to open a science class for entry level people. Yeah. So, alhamdulillah, they listened. They listened and they opened a class for entry class, you know, for entry level yeah. uh, students. Yeah. And then I remember when I was doing my um, science class, you'd be surprised actually. I was the one that was turning up to the class and another girl, maybe it's just two or three tops. No way. Yeah. And then the teacher used to say to me, even if the class, uh, there's only one person in the class, I will still teach. So alhamdulillah, I used to go to all the classes and obviously I used to learn science in English, but before I used to learn science in Arabic. Mm. So all the words are different. Yeah. So it's very challenging from the language perspective. So can I ask, so you open up a class for your fellow ESOL, ESOL people somehow? Yeah, I've requested it. Oh. But the head they requested the it, but then they didn't show up to the classes. They haven't requested it, to be honest. Oh, it yeah. was my idea. Oh. There's a lot of Somalis. There's a lot of like Asian, Asian, Asian communities as well. As well. Yeah. Different people, um, and a lot of people used to do the compulsory classes, so English, you know, like yeah. the, the so English classes. Uh, yeah, just yeah. the basic, whatever you know, the, the course mm. states. Mm. And obviously, they like to have you know teenage life. You know, they like to have a lot of free time. Yeah. People yeah. just go on and do their thing. And it shows that you, you know. wanted something. That's yeah. yeah so I was very keen in so education. Did you like science because of like you mentioned you, you used to learn it in Arabia, somewhere Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah. You used to learn it there. Did you like science because of that or was it then that you fell in love with science? Um, and what, and what was the differences between learning in Arabic and learning in English? Uh, to be honest, uh, I never used to do a lot of science. It was a combined subject, so it was yeah. like science, physics and I can't remember much. Okay. I can't remember much uh, from a young age, but um, I think it started when I came here. Uh, you know. You did know. you think that you wanted to become a solely mm. doctor, or did did you know what you wanted to do? Yeah, uh, when I started my ESO class, I wanted biomedical science at the time, and yeah. I said, "This is what I'm going to work on. This is what I'm going to." When become. you started the ESO, when that's I started my ESO. Okay, sure. and uh, I remember. I think there was groups that you used. They used to come to co to the college connections. Mm. I'm yeah. not sure if they yeah, still yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they used to come and they used to distribute leaflets and they yeah. used to give us websites to go on and stuff. So mm -hmm. I used to read a lot about it and how to become a biomedical scientist. What do you need to do and stuff, etc., etc. So I had the leaflet. I remember that leaflet. I, I think I'm s I still have it uh, in a connections actually uh, mm. booklet mm. and. I used to look at it every time, you know, Imagine yourself as a target. Being the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is my target. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the lab coats and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a bit cool. And I think a lot of the children are, are missing that, you know, um, uh, the role models. Mm. I didn't have a role model yeah, at the time. That, I think that's the main yeah, thing about Somali exactly, communities yeah. that we didn't have actual yeah. mentors. Exactly, and us. you don't know where to go yeah. to if you really want to find somebody that is doing this profession and you really want to work towards it. Mm. So I did it myself because um, you know I had I had the motivation to do it. Mm -hmm. 
So alhamdulillah, after that, you know, when I finished my ESOL uh, year, mm-hmm. I applied for GCSEs and alhamdulillah, they accepted me. Inshallah. I had to speak to a few teachers and stuff and they said, you're not there yet. You know, you, your English is not as good and you can't yeah. do GCC English. And actually, after speaking to a lot, including the head of the college mm. as well, Alhamdulillah that I was allowed to do the GCC English. Um, I think I had to do a test before that, but um, yeah. they, they put me in. So I spent a year doing GCSEs, mm-hmm. but the GCSEs they were doing at the college, it wasn't enough to, give, to get me five GCSEs to do my A-level. Mm-hmm. I think you need five, A to five, C yeah. five to at the six, time. Yeah, yeah. Five to six. Yeah. It was harsh, man. It, it was, was harsh, harsh yeah. man. And if you yeah. don't have five to six uh, um, GCSEs, you can't do your A levels. Exactly, da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. They were very like, strict. What are you gonna do with yeah. this? You know, and then use this, and then <coughs> next minute yeah. we finish university. Oh, you just need English and maths and science really yeah. to get into your A levels. And yeah. that just annoys you, and you're like, what the hell did I have to work that hard to get where I wanted? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so at the college, I think they had limited GCSEs. I think it was like sociology, which I didn't like. I turned up for one class I didn't like sociology. Mm-hmm. There was media studies and a few other subjects that, you know, I wasn't really interested about. But the one I was interested about was biology and chemistry yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. They didn't even have that. No way. Yeah, the city college. That's so, science, yeah, yeah, they didn't have sciences. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? So what I've done, I've done, I think, English, media studies and maths, uh, GCSEs and one other subjects. And then um, to get to my A-levels, obviously, I needed mm. biology as well. Mm to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I used to attend evening classes at JC to okay. do my GCSE as well. Is that how you met him, JC? No, 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 the City, city College, college yeah. You yeah. used to college. be in the same uh, English, I think English and maths class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably media as well. Uh, I, think media, so. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. 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 I, I, I was doing sociology. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how you met this guy, yeah? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's the subject no I didn't like. <laughs> slick. Yeah, yeah no wonder you slick, yeah? Now I know. Okay. So alhamdulillah, I got the, my five GCSEs. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my five GCSEs. And then I've do, uh, applied for A-levels at JC. And then I, I think I left the college. Yeah. I spent there two years. Yeah. And then I've done my A-levels, alhamdulillah, at mm. JC. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was like uh, biology, uh, chemistry, maths, and mm. then from there, I applied through UCAS for university, yeah. mm-hmm. and I had two options. Obviously, I can't, you know, how parents say you can't move. If you're a girl, you yeah, can't move yeah, out yeah. to the city, like you know. Close, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> they like you. You're like, no, home. I want to go out and see the world. No, 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 all that. You I'm have a few discussion with your parents yeah. at the time. But uh, Alhamdulillah, I wasn't, yeah. What did you feel like? Did you feel like, get out of here? Go no, 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 Alhamdulillah. I was still new at the country. I was no, still no, stop lying, man. You must have felt you wanted to go. That's another liar. <laughs> you don't tell lies here, man. Yeah, you tell the truth, man. You must have felt that. You know what? The furthest yeah. I would have gone, it was Warwick University in Coventry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's still yeah. far, though. That's yeah. still far. Yeah. Yeah. I did apply for work. For a car, it's far. No, it's not that far with a car. But you have to, Generally. you can't commute, though. With a bus or yeah. train or whatever. No, she will live there. That's the whole yeah, point. Exactly. That's the whole point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's far enough, but close enough for that's what you can tell my friends. Tactic. Maybe they let me go that far. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. So yeah, I then I applied. Uh, yeah, I applied for Warwick, Aston, and Birmingham. Mm. 
And I think there was a scheme that was offered by Birmingham University. It's called A to B scheme. Okay. I'm not sure if Voice it still out. still exists. It's for people who who ha uh, who have difficulties speaking English and okay. come from low income families, etc., etc. Okay. But my main challenge was the English. Yeah. So. I think the, somebody, I can't remember, one of the teachers at JC said, oh, there's a scheme that you, you can apply to and stuff. And if you achieve the grades that they wanted you to achieve, you can get a scholarship. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I applied for it because I, I fit the criteria for yeah. the scheme. I, I still remember that up to this day, my A-level grades, alhamdulillah, they match what the university wanted me to achieve. Mm. And then I received a scholarship for it as well. Yeah. Um, so I chose Birmingham University because of that, wow. and Aston yeah. is my second. Yeah. So Alhamdulillah, um, I went to Birmingham. But I'll be honest with you, the experience wasn't as good. There's a lot of, it there wasn't a lot of Somalis, and you really but you have to fit in. It never is though, because, like I've heard that place it turns down, you know. Yeah. No, but people. now they started accepting yeah. now. Now, I had her time. <coughs> now we made it, man. Don't worry. Yeah, I did medical science at the time. In, um, in Birmingham University? In Birmingham, yeah. Wow. It was at the medical school. Yeah. So, alhamdulillah, there was a lot of teaching, you know, like education wise, they're really, really good yeah, at delivering good, yeah. lectures. Yeah, it must be it's not yeah. as far as you wanted to go, anyways. But yeah. It wasn't, as, <laughs> it wasn't as far as you wanted to go, but it's. <laughs> Well, it's far enough for that. From 15 your minutes from home, put well, it that well, yeah, way. 15 minutes away. You yeah. can at least drag it down to half an hour <laughs> with the traffic, probably. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh? So, yeah, alhamdulillah, it was good. It was good, though, like the whole education part of it. But socially, there was a bit of a challenge. You'd Black be budget. surprised. I was friend with a nun. A nun? Yeah. As you know, in non, non, non. Yeah. As in non covered, non. Exactly. Non. Yeah, from a church. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I think she, at the time she was 42, and the rest of the class was all Adan, like, it was all, you know, like, Oh, that Caucasians. would be funny though. Imagine guys moving on to a nun, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's so. Guys, bro, they were the test some art, they tested out, man. Huh? <laughs> bro, that's so mud with this, huh? Now it's not a time to. <laughs> challenge Social. to be honest you know i didn't have a lot of friends and i think i tried to sign up for somali society at the yeah. time somali society was there though. yeah there was yeah. somali society and i think we set it up, we set it up that year i don't know if you remember Bashir. um so it was me bashir huda was there as well i don't okay. know if you know huda um she was there and a few other girls and boys um mm. uh, worked together um we made a very successful e event. I think we brought an ex-rapper uh, that yeah. converted to Islam. I can't remember his name now. So I think it, w it turned out it was 400 people at the time. Wow. The 400 Somalis. 400 Somalis, yeah. yeah. Were, they, were they also going to the university? No, no, it, external, no external, okay. yeah, okay. external. Yeah, that's how I was actually uh, overcoming my social challenges okay. at, the, at the university. There was not a lot of 
Muslims. There's a non. At least she does. She doesn't do yeah. none of that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And she was really focused on ah, education. So to be honest, a lot of the things we used to talk about was like um, courseworks and mm. you know university exams and things like that. And she was really, really smart. She was yeah. really smart. Mm. Like even her deadlines, she wasn't even getting close to the deadlines. I'm a last minute person. Like, did you finish this coursework? And she said, Yeah, I finished it last week. And I was like, What? Well, Still, we've got two weeks to go. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? So yeah, and uh, the only thing she's doing is praying, anyway. So there's nothing else she's doing. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing? Yeah. Huh? A lot of people had questions about that. You know, like how you do the education, how is your mm. community feeling yeah. about this and that? And uh, would you? Oh. Uh, no, there's a nun. There's a nun. They don't have that kind of privilege to study. Yeah. yeah, to study. Yeah. Usually, that's what that's what I'm surprised. Like, yeah. to see them in it's university. Very rare. It's, it's very rare. rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rare. Yeah. Um, but. I think she went on to do a medicine after that. Yeah. Now she's a, a medical doctor. doctor. Wow. And another well, how girl. Did, how does that work? Or how, do you still got um, contact with her? Yeah, you know when you do like an undergrad, there is a postgraduate uh, yeah. medicine. Yeah. Degree, yeah, I understand that. From, but medical, from the medical field, somehow. From, from yeah, the medical, medical field. But did she quit being in London afterwards? No. I think she was she still doing be, it. She can't be too. She, 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 she was still wearing the been, uniform. If you've been nun for 42 years, you, get, you think you're going to quit now? Come on, bro. She's still, she still f- wearing the uniform every day. Yeah. So as a doctor, university. do you wear the gown and that non? That I'm not sure. You just yeah. wear that little scarf thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And uh, uh, most of them, most of them, I know one of them, one of the girls that I graduated with, become a paramedic. Okay. Another one, um, a PhD, and oh, and the, the nun I was telling you about yeah. doing a, a medi- uh, medical degree. Mm. And so they all went on to do different things. Yeah, different things. And um, you decided to do PhD. So you done your degree in biomedical somehow? Uh, yeah. What did you do your master's in? My master's was biomedical science, specifically focused on immunology, hematology, and chemistry. Okay. And it was more like clinical based uh, biomedical for biomedical science. Yeah. 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 So that was one year at Keele University. So I had to. Where? Keele University. Where's that? That is in Staffordshire. Bro, sure yeah. further now, yeah? <laughs> this one, this one you made it clear to your parents. <laughs> this one you made it's a big statement. It's only for yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. still a big statement, that is. <laughs> yeah, only for a year. You know what, let them satisfy half an hour there, next one, yeah. and an hour or two hours extra, yeah? yeah? But I'll be honest with you, my master's was easier than my, un- my undergrad. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Why would my you master's that? was easier than my undergrad. Why would you say that? My undergrad was so intense educational wise. Like mm. we used to go sometimes nine and finish at six. Yeah. But this is on daily basis. Yeah. Sometimes. But she was in Birmingham University. That's this why. Is Birmingham, that's Birmingham, right. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, um, that's why. Isn't it? And Birmingham, then when I did my master's, it was only two days a week, two full days. Yeah. Uh, Ten to six, and that was it. You yeah. spend the other five days do studying work, and doing yeah. your coursework and everything, mm. whatever you want to do. Alhamdulillah, after that one year, um, I finished that. Um, I got a distinction. Alhamdulillah. After that, it was like, that's so what? What am I going to do now? Did you work between any stages of degree and uh, postgrad? No. So this was like, um, when I finished my university in 2011, my mm. undergrad, mm. I started September that year to do yeah. my master's. Yeah. So it was back to back without any gap. Between my undergrad and my master's, I went for a work experience yeah. in Somalia. So I worked there for two months. 
It was uh, an internship. In Somalia? In Somalia. Okay. Yeah. Where in Somalia did you go? At um, no, it wasn't at the, um, the big hospital in Hargeisa. What was the name? Hargeisa Group Hospital. That's the name. And oh. that was summer 2011. So okay. I missed my graduation because of that. Um, and it was funded as well. Wow, no yeah, so alhamdulillah. There was a lady that was offering this uh, internship and she was picking three girls from UK and she was taking them on work experience in Somalia for two months. Uh, all paid for as well. Yeah, so alhamdulillah, it was good experience. I got to see what's, you know, what's there yeah, back home, yeah. what I can do in the future. I have plans in the future to move there one day. Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you. Did you get married then in after masters or did you get married in when you went to PhD? Uh, it was after my masters. After your masters? Yeah, it was uh, September 2012. Yeah, That's husband better remember thing. this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to him. You better remember this day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did you after you got married, did you straight away jump onto PhD or did you take a year gap? What happened after that? Um, so you so got married so you did your so masters, got, came yeah, back. Yeah. What happened so then? After that, um when I got married. Was it straight away when you came back from Somalia? Or no, was Somalia, it? that was summer 2011. Mm. Then I did my master's, yeah. September yeah. 11. Okay. And then I finished my master's September 12. Okay. And then I got married. The month after? Yeah, the month oh. after. Right. And then I think I didn't do anything. And then I started job for hunting long? for two months. Okay. For two months, I didn't yeah. do anything. And obviously, a lot of the, if you've been working and studying yeah. that long, you feel a bit bored at home, yeah. doing nothing. Mm. So I started looking for jobs there and there and stuff. I couldn't find anything. Mm. Um, a lot of the um, em employers, you know, uh, sometimes I never used to get replies. Sometimes I get feedback, you know, that it's been unsuccessful. And then I said, okay, it's December, it's January time. I said, you know, if I don't get anything back, and that was like inten intensively searching. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. a week mm -hmm. I used to submit about 10, 10 applications a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was really intense. And I was looking at jobs daily basis. Okay. In January, I said to myself, you know, I don't know whether I'm going to find a job. I don't know if somebody's going to take me with my master's. I'm not sure. And you had experience. And that's what yeah, yeah, I had so experience. Yeah. And abroad stuff. as well. Yeah. So that means that's yeah. a plus. Yeah. When so... So it was still difficult to find a job yeah, at the time. Yeah. Mm. Um, so there was a PhD uh, position that was being offered where I did my masters okay. um, at Keele University. And one of the teachers mentioned it to me at my graduation in January, end of January. Mm. She said, oh, there is a PhD post uh, at the group that you did my ma your masters with. Why don't you, you know, look it up mm. and see if you like it? Why don't you apply for it? Mm. And she said, I'm certain that they're going to take you because you've been working really hard and they mm. know you very mm. well. So I looked it up, applied for it. So I got a call, you know, come for an interview, etc., etc. Um, then I went for an interview. That was, I think, February. That was the following month. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was snowing that day. I had to drive up uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> to Kiel uh, for an hour. Did my interview, alhamdulillah. Two, two lovely people, mm. uh, two supervisors. Okay. And I had to present about my master's as well, so we can see how, how you are, what kind yeah. of person you are. Yeah. Mm. Uh, came back, I think I got rejected the first time for that PhD, and then I think they offered it to somebody else. Yeah. 
and then the person find another another job so a yeah. week later they rang me and said oh sorry are you still interested hey. you know what a, i was like what oh, oh my god of course they have a chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i was not the first but the second yeah the second choice, uh, yeah. person that they picked and uh, alhamdulillah then it worked really well so so what happened uh, when they took you on when they took me on <clears throat> i started my first day and it was really, really, I have to say it was really traumatizing. Yeah. It was really, really not pleasant day. Yeah. Because they sat down with me and they were like, okay, you've taken a PhD. This is your PhD now. This is your life. It has to be your first priority beyond anything and everything. And sometimes you have to stay in labs till six, seven, eight o'clock sometimes. Yeah. And I really didn't, wasn't prepared to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think... I didn't know a lot of people that did PhD um, uh, at the time mm. and obviously I didn't ask around and stuff because I didn't know a lot of circles of my friends did PhD. Oh, yeah. um, so it was really traumatizing I had a meeting. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Shall I quit? Shall I stay? Mm. And it was that decision. Yeah. And I remember sat, sitting there in the lunchroom um, and there were a couple of girls there and I was like, I'm thinking to quit. That's it. I'm not doing this. And that was the first day mm. and they were like, no, no, I, you know, the supervisor, this is the nature. And my supervisor was Chinese. You know how they work? Yeah, they, 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 yeah. yeah. Those <coughs> girls in your class though, were they doing the PhD as well? Yeah, they were doing PhD. Okay. The whole center is, is all PhDs. Okay. Is it the same PhD or different PhD? Uh, different supervisors. Okay. So we had different supervisors. Her supervisor, the, the girl I was speaking to, her supervisor was a laid back Adan, you yeah. know, like Caucasian yeah. Adan. Uh, almost retiring so he really didn't care he had he yeah. had a lot of PhD students before yeah. that but for me um, yeah, it happened Chinese to me guy. it was like a Chinese lady and I was like mm. okay what am I gonna do now I can't really cope with this you know like yeah. long hours you know prioritizing this and making it work and that shows that teachers are yeah really important if yeah, you want to learn exactly, something your yeah. teacher has to be right spot yeah. on yeah or else you, that, yeah. you lost that student yeah. yeah she scared me the first day like she said stuff like that and i was like okay i'm rec recently got married and you know gonna still got life to enjoy and you know i like to enjoy yeah. my life i don't want to do yeah. to do a phd i like to go out with friends do yeah. things you know yeah. i bet the other teachers the other students had more better towards them in the sense of telling them yeah you can relax you can do this yeah yeah they were relaxed i remember there's this in university as well like i chose one of my teachers for my dissertation mm -hmm. and everyone wanted to choose him so then and then you need to have another teacher who's the first marker and then you have second marker yeah and no one chose him so he had to be oh. a second marker for one of the teachers okay funny enough he came to me out yeah. of everyone yeah the whole university yeah because you know the teachers mm. that are, are more i wouldn't say la laid back but you'd say understandable yeah they wouldn't put you in that kind of situation mm. Mm. that's why teachers are, i think teachers are really important yeah. it is really important and also you have to build that connection with the teacher as well yeah there is a certain relationship that you have to build in yeah. And I think the first six months of my PhD, it was learning how to deal with my supervisor. It was that. It's all about that. How am I going to re relay the information to her? How am I going to talk to her? Exactly. How am I going to sit down? What am I going to say to her? Do they say the positive thing? I was exactly thinking the, the same thing. thing. I wasn't even thinking about my first teacher that I chose. I was yeah. thinking about that guy in particular. Yeah. I was like, who the hell is marking him or the other guy? Yeah. Literally, like, yeah. I was more worried about him than, than my main teacher. Yeah. Yeah. That... that it does make a big difference, it makes doesn't a it? Yeah. Big, huge, huge difference. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why in education teachers need to think about whether 
that's the role they want to be in because yeah, yeah. some teachers are not suitable to be a teacher mm, mm, yeah so i think either you love it or you don't yeah exactly. it's one of those yeah but alhamdulillah though towards the end I, I started liking her because she will make you work hard she will try to scare you but that will only push you to do the work even more you know mm-hmm. but if if she was laid back you're probably going to do things last minute and you're just going to sit there chat with your friends in the, the no but that's a threat room. though she was threatening you kind of like she was telling you this is your yeah. life damn what do you mean my <laughs> life what are you talking about yeah, Definitely, yeah. We sh- that shouldn't happen though the first day yeah like, you, you let the student accommodate and cope the first few days say the first week or two and then have a proper meeting and sit down and you know just say don't worry it's fine yeah. you're gonna be all right and then i remember I was I called my brother the day um, mm. uh, one day I was c- driving back to Birmingham I called him and I said uh, I can't do this I think I'm gonna quit and um, uh, really it's so hard and obviously the teacher made it look mm. hard mm. but it's not as hard yeah. as the teacher made it sound to to be uh, I said I'm, I think I'm gonna just let it go you know there's other things that I can do and he was like um, okay and he talked me through it and stuff and, and he said uh, Faisal listen um, <coughs> There are students that do PhD and they don't speak the language. How do they pass and you cannot pass? Exactly. How can how can they do it and go through it and you cannot go through it? And that made me think. I that made that. me think. Great advice from Big Brother. Yeah, Shout out to him if he's listening. <laughs> My brother Muhammad, um, you did me a lot of favors. Well, I, I you know sometimes I call him for advice and stuff. But I remembered when he was telling me as well there was a guy that sits two two desks. Um, two desks away from me yeah. mm. and he speaks no English like barely any English yeah. and sometimes you find it hard to communicate with him mm. and he was finishing at the time he passed his PhD and you were like damn and I, he was I, an I, example I, for me and I was like if he can do it I'm definitely I, doing I'm it I'm hell like, yeah, yeah exactly. I'll do this it's it you know when you're <laughs> no doing the way. PhD though yeah huh? It's a more written, it's more written, isn't it? It's, it's, written, have to yeah. do it's more lab-based. Lab you have to present it as well. You yeah, have to so talk it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's yeah. written, mainly, isn't it? Like it's a lot of written. And, and if you're doing humanities, psychology, another subject, yeah. English, yeah. PhD, in English and things like that, mm. then it's mainly written. Um, yeah. You do f- questionnaires, interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And then well, you write them up. Yours was more lab work. Yeah. Mine was lab work. So yeah. you do experiments, yeah. so they fail, and you try again and again and again with cells and yeah, stuff yeah so i mean it makes sense that yeah. because you don't need much english like i had i had a guy in my class yeah um, and we were doing presentations and stuff yeah and he would go up he was from china he would go up and he, w- he would say whatever presentation and the teachers didn't understand him like you couldn't understand him so yeah. they were just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, done. <laughs> well done well done and at least he give it a try <laughs> yeah but no one understood him so one day one teacher was brave and he asked him a question okay and the guy, the guy replied, but I could see from the teacher's face, like, you can't, you can't understand him. You don't know what he's Not saying, whether he's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So t- t- okay, okay. Thank you for your answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? He, yeah. he got good grades though. That's what I know. That's, because that's probably his, like, his written power is yeah. not oh, But obviously okay. you don't understand his verbal. Yeah, so you can't yeah. take it for anything. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that certain people I think are gifted. That, like, yeah, I think that guy I was t- talking to you about as well. I think he was doing a lot of lab work and he was doing a lot. He was getting a lot of results and data. Yeah. And obviously with the English, supervisors can help there and there and yeah. just tidy up your work for you. Yeah. So Alhamdulillah, then that was a motivation for me to continue 
Yeah. And that was really right at the start, the first no, two, three exactly. weeks. Yeah, so. No Chinese guy's gonna outdo me. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> of. This nigga can't even talk. It ain't happening. And alhamdulillah, I, I met lovely people uh, as part of my PhD. We used to share a room. Not a nun this time, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had Chinese guy couldn't be speaking. That's the one that you like. It's all over the world, to be honest. Japan, Iraq, and Turkey, mm. Greece, um, South Africa. Mm. Like all over the country, it was really different ethnic minorities. Mm. It was really amazing, oh, and uh, we had a lot of really, really, you know, good mm. chat. You could say, oh, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of differences, but at the same time, we were learning from each other's mm. cultures mm. and stuff. And it was really, really um, good experience. Oh, Alhamdulillah, I really enjoyed it at the end. Okay, so you said that you know earlier in your earlier days, you were finding it a bit hard to get a job and stuff. So now that you've done your PhD, mm -hmm. how did you find that in now going into the job? Because now you have a baby as well, right? Yeah. yeah. So how did you find she that going into the job? Well, yeah, two, that's probably two, later. Two, right? two, yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, the baby came later. Um, so how did I find it? Um, okay, so. First of all, when I finished my PhD, it was easier to find a job, certainly. Yeah. It was a lot easier. Yeah. Are you more required than before or what is qualified, it? Yeah. Um, yeah, but sometimes you can be overqualified as well. Um, no, alhamdulillah, on. the job I applied for, they needed I worked it. really hard to tie the application and write it properly so that, you know, I fit what okay. they wanted. Okay. And I had a lot of experience of what, what, what they wanted me to mm. uh, what who they wanted basically mm -hmm. so they wanted uh, somebody who's familiar with automated machine etc and stuff so alhamdulillah i fit what they wanted me uh, uh, um, to do and i tell you what i've only had one interview after my phd and i got that job there's only one interview i didn't have Inshallah. to go through a few interviews until i get the job Inshallah. that i wanted mm. so i actually set my mind on that job did a good application form, did mm -hmm. a very good cover letter, mm -hmm. you know, gave it all my time mm -hmm. and they called me and um, it was, I wouldn't say it's easy, mm -hmm. but it was doable and you're more skilled than another person, obviously, yeah, that has masters and stuff. Because you got a PhD. Yeah, and they wanted somebody with a PhD for that role okay. because it was very, very um, sophisticated. Technical, and, yeah. Yeah, very technical and stuff. So, um, and when I got the job, I asked about the other candidates. So obviously mm. out of curiosity, yeah. like who applied for the jobs and stuff. Mm. One was masters, so he didn't actually fit what they wanted, um, the, the academic level that they wanted. And a few others, I think they messed up the interview and stuff. So really they took me on, alhamdulillah, I'm still there. Uh, I've been there now two and a half years. And I still got my job, alhamdulillah. Oh, yeah. it, it is hard when you have a child, obviously, yeah, as a woman. Uh, there's a lot of obstacles that you go through. Uh, number one, you have obviously to prioritize yeah. what you need to do and do the things that you are capable of. So one of the things, obviously, I moved away from research was the long working hours yeah. and so that to cut that down, obviously, I went down to industry. It's not because I don't like it, but because I can find something. I said to myself, I can find something that I enjoy yeah. and do it with fixed hours. Yeah. So it works with my family life. So you yeah. have that work-life balance. And then um, when I got there, Alhamdulillah, I started, I think I started full-time and I had my baby, but it was hard 
But soon after that, I went for maternity anyway. Yeah. And then I think when you're there for a year, you can change your hours. Okay. And how, how much hours you can do. Okay. It's called flexible working hours. Yeah. And a lot of companies have that. So you yeah. can actually uh, reduce the working hours that you need to do. Okay. And after I came back from my uh, maternity, have, uh, after having the second child, I said, listen, um, I cannot do the full five days a week. Mm. I can only do three days a week. Yeah. And they said, okay, well, fine, you know, if, you, if that's what you can do, then it's fine. We're happy to see you to do that. Not a lot of employers accept that, but you have to be with a good manager um, yeah. for him to accept. But obviously, they, must, yeah. they must really value you if they do that. But yeah. um, did you then, can you work from home with that kind of job or not? It's very hard to work from home now so yeah. because it's lab-based. So you, you have work to be there. three days a week now? Three days a week, yeah, and oh. still keeping my job. Alhamdulillah, it's very good, yeah. Nice. Nine to five, uh, three days a week, very flexible. I've got Thursday and Friday off every yeah. week. And the weekend. Yeah, and the yeah. weekend <laughs> as well. So really, it's a long weekend. Yeah. Spend time with the kids and... Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. lovely. Very good balance, good. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And Alhamdulillah, I've got really good managers. Yeah. Um, one of them is moving out the company, unfortunately, yeah. but these things happen. Is that senior, ma- is that senior manager, though? Yeah, he's the head of department. When are you um, taking over then? <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime soon. I'm happy the way, the, the, the level that I'm Yeah, at you're at happy with the, the little moment. circle, yeah, yeah, your little yeah. bubble, yeah? Yeah. You don't want to go to another it's bigger okay. bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Not now, until the kids grow, maybe I think of... Why well, is it more responsibility then? There's more responsibility, so you have to be there five days a week. Whoa. Because you're managing other people as well. Five days a week? Yeah, five days a week. How many do you do now? Uh, now. Three, three, days three, days three days a week. Three days a week. Three days a week. Yeah. You've been lazy now. <laughs> That's just being lazy. She must have a lot of money in her. Like, yeah, in the afternoon, you get me little cash in the hand side. Little cash is probably a lot for her. <laughs> huh? I'm paying a lot, my It's I'm enough. A it's lot enough. For let's her. say. Yeah, enough means a lot. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, listen. She went, she went through seven years of university, yeah? PhD. Yeah, you're telling me she's doing three days a week? She deserves it. Oh, yeah, I don't exactly see. There's a lot of... <laughs> you know, in life, you work hard, work hard, yeah. work hard. There yeah. comes a point where you just, you know... Well, you earn enough in a two, three days. You earn days. enough and you can yeah. do whatever, you know. Hey, you three days, it ain't no <laughs> game. <laughs> I'll I, tell you that. I would always for a day. I'll say two days. Let's say, yeah, it's a three days. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it two days. <laughs> I changed my mind. Yeah. A lot of people that I work with, they really wish to work for three, even four days, but yeah. they can't, obviously, because they don't have kids. Mm. So they don't have a good reason for them to work at home. Okay. Or, you know, not oh, so that you told them. Okay. Yeah. So so the like a why, deal, yeah. So the reason why I went three days is because I've got kids, and they said, "Okay, we appreciate that, and you're working, and we don't want you to lose your job. So to keep you on, you know, we accept that uh, three days that? a week." So. Yeah, I, I adopt kids if I didn't have. I swear to God. I got kids. I got kids. You get edged from that, by the way. You get edged from that if you adopt a child. I'm doing it for. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, the war game changed, fam. Yeah. Usually it was like benefit to get the kids, yeah? Now yeah. it's just like three kids as well. <laughs> Bruh! 
Okay. Alhamdulillah. But then, bear in mind, the three days is really uh, intense though. Yeah, yeah. So course, the things that I course. used to do five days a week, I'm days. probably doing it. Uh, I'll take that any day. Yeah. I'll take that any day, man. Wallah, yeah. wallah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. But I don't have a lot of projects to oversee, so alhamdulillah. See, see now it comes out. Now it comes out. <laughs> it was hard to little projects, yeah. There's a lot of responsibility there, though. So, like. but what kind of things do you do in your work then, like um, day to day? You said every like every day is different. Uh, every day is different. So we do a lot of tro- we resolve troubleshooting. So the company produces kit to diagnose people with multiple myeloma, so cancer, blood brain cancer. Okay. Um, so you just look at that thing, just spins around. Um, yeah, you no, got to so break it down so real so simple. So you get the yeah, so basically I'm like thick, I'm the <laughs> IT person. So I, you just have to go deep because the only thing in my mind comes in is that blood thing and that sample thing on around. The centrifuge. Yeah, the, yeah, whatever it's called. I don't know what it is, but I don't really flick it like that. Yeah, you use the centrifuge, you spin the blood, yeah. it makes layers. So you take the That's serum. Yeah. The you, top part. You put another serum on it. Yeah. yeah, and then we make the solution that you actually mix the serum, the patient serum, okay. and it actually measures the level of antibodies. Don't you? Don't you get scared though? Like, imagine get caught on your hands. Yeah, the centrifuge. Yeah, you know the blood. Oh, the blood. Obviously, you take don't precautions. You There's P, uh, PPE, uh, personal protective uh, equipment, yeah. where you wear lab coats, gloves. As a mom, you must be yeah. thinking, I could take this yeah. virus home. Yeah. What do you think of that? No, no. Uh, with cancerous blood, really, uh, there's no harm, so it doesn't get transferred. Like you that. can't catch it like oh, that. But the, oh, no, but the other viruses, though. We we don't deal Those with other you viruses. Catch. She only deals with. Oh, she's oh, This is only cancer. Oh. Cancer uh, research. We do. She don't give a damn yeah, if it yeah. comes on your lab coat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but then obviously you, ha- you still have to wear the gloves and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just in case. Yourself. Wash just your hands case. afterwards yeah, yeah. before. Definitely. Uh, before you leave the lab only, and stuff. Everyone do that. Everyone do that. So yeah, so uh, it's very unique what the company does. Um, so they measure uh, levels of the how much uh, relapse. Mm. So if the patient comes back with uh, cancer again after treatment and stuff. So we make those kits. Do you guys make any mistakes? Or how does it happen? Be honest. This is what this you is know? where we come in. When people do mistakes mm. to make these kits, so before these kits go out the door and we sell it to customers, mm. they go through ke- checks, uh, quality control, mm. and stuff like that. Does it go through you then? No, no, it doesn't go through. Oh, okay. It's through other departments, but when something wrong happens and it doesn't pass QC, mm. it comes to us. Oh, okay. So it comes to us. We look. Uh, you make sure, basically, you double check it. Yeah, we double so check you are everything. So you're part of the problem, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we, double, yeah. we double check everything and we spot mistakes that people do as well. Okay. And and also, sometimes it's not a mistake that people do. It can be the things that they use in the lab that made it go outside specifications. So and human error. It could be, it could be a lot of things. So we actually narrow down the reasons, basically. So you get it fixed then? Oh, we fix the kits. You fix it and then yeah. you send it back? We send it out okay. yeah, to the customer. <coughs> just to smooth the production okay so that's where what we do and it's different so every problem that comes in mm. almost different okay. as you can see that because the problems can be mm. have you heard of the uh, fishbone diagram so nope, no no uh, right. the only thing i told you the only <laughs> thing that spins that's the only <laughs> thing i know this is I'm a quality thing a lot of people using quality assurance when they make sure that things are you know, to narrow down the reasons, they draw like a fish bone diagram yeah. where you just put like given error, the time is done, the day is done. The well, so you have a drawing of a fish 
bone. No, it, it looks like a fish. It bone. looks like a fish. Oh, bone. Okay. and you you actually uh, put down the reason that it could be. Oh, well, what oh. could it be? What could it be? And and then, and then you just take them off, it like, just cross yeah. them off. Exactly, you cross them off okay. as you go along. Okay. And yeah, so Fair so much. it's different every time. Basically, nice. it's not the same. Nice. Um, yeah. Sometimes we make unique products for the customer. Mm. Um, so what the project can change. Oh, the focus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's very scientific. So the customer requests something from us that they can't find elsewhere, and yeah. if we have the capability to make it, we make it for them. We tailor it for them. Oh, right. And some once some of the recent projects that I've done involves that those kind of things. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm just curious as in, because um, obviously you've been in education for a long time and everything, yeah. and now Alhamdulillah you got a job that you enjoy very much uh, yeah, what that. kind of advice would you give to someone out there like what like obviously you must have a lot of skills and qualities now yeah but what kind of skills would it take to actually see through uni mm -hmm. to all the way to a phd level and what kind of advice would you give to someone who who's willing to go through it or who's thinking of going through it like yeah. a, like you in yeah. when you was 15 when you yeah. did the ESO like what yeah. kind of advice would you give yourself so the advice that I'm gonna give youngsters or teenagers or people that want to go through this uh, yeah. route uh, again be patient that's one thing patience is very important I've gone through obstacles you will find challenges and obstacles mm. and I mentioned a few things that I've actually gone through um, try to overcome it and 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 see how you can do things in a different way sometimes mm and speak to people around you and see if there's somebody that can help you uh, to answer the questions that you've got and ask for advice and things Do like you, that. Would you give advice to anyone? Of course, yeah. If somebody wants to go through this route and really needs advice and help, mm. of course I will offer my help as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Although my timing is really tight now. Three days, come on man. Three days. <laughs> two little babies. Don't talk can you forget about that? <laughs> Anyways, let's <laughs> <laughs> just finish it. Yeah, let's just. Uh, Faisal, it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you, guys. So you said that if they have any questions, they can send us some questions through, and then you can answer it hopefully. Exactly, yeah. Um, to all the listeners out there, thank you for listening. If you find it hopeful, or if you find, um, if you want to pass on this message and you enjoyed it, give us a thumb up. Um, or pass it on to someone that you think it would help. Uh, follow us on Instagram as well, guys. And uh, share, follow us on Instagram. Uh, collabs, C O L L A B Z. You can find us. Um, we're also on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. So, yeah, enjoy. And thank you for being here, Faiza. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. <laughs>